0: Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 32 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host,
1: Sterling Hammer,
0: and today we bring you this podcast on February 16th, 2021, and as always with these films, spoiler alert, and let's just talk about the movie. Uh Today, of course, uh, was my choice for this week's film, and uh... Considering that uh, a couple of days ago it was Valentine's Day, I decided to go with a a little bit of a romantic film uh, since uh, Sterling showed me one of his favorite romance movies, or as he said uh, in the episode, which you should go listen to, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, he said that it was his favorite romance film. So I decided that I would show... Uh, one of my favorite romance films, uh, a quirky little uh, indie gem, I I would say. Um, Punch Drunk Love uh, from 2002. And it's directed by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, who is making his second appearance on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we previously watched uh, Boogie Nights, uh, which was his uh, it was his second feature film. This is his fourth feature film. Okay. And uh, I guess I'll explain a little bit why I didn't decide to show uh, Sterling his third film. And well, I'm not getting the
1: Quinta Conta Then I kind of went,
0: yeah, I'm going a little out of order with his movies a little bit. Although I do want to show you the next movie, the next two movies that come after this one. Because those are probably my favorite.
1: All his movies are tie-ins.
0: Not really. They don't tie into each other. Not. Not really. Just kidding. Um, but th- yeah, like the reason why I didn't want to show his third film, which is called Magnolia, uh, was because that's a film that I have like mixed feelings about. Um, it's three hours long, Ugh. and it. It's like a movie you have to plan your day around, and it's it's a nightmare. It's just uh, all of these you know these talented actors like crying and yelling at each other, (laughs) and it's just all of these disparate characters and stories, and it ends in one of the most ridiculous, uh, most out of nowhere. Well, I guess not out of nowhere kind of set it up but it, the ending is absolutely ridiculous but I also think there's some really brilliant moments in it and the acting is absolutely phenomenal um so I might show Sterling this movie one day uh, I'll have a nap <laughs> that day he's gonna hate it uh that'll be a fun one for him to just rant about uh he might well well, we'll as the epi- as this episode goes on we might hear a little bit of that yes um uh but the other reason and yeah it's you know this is a <laughs> this is a romance film and I thought it would be uh something that would be somewhat appropriate to show around this time uh especially you know considering my taste <laughs> uh this uh
1: definitely fit a romance this is you.
0: definitely my kind of romance film so i guess uh i'll go a little bit into the uh plot um, the film is about a uh, <laughs> this weird uh, he, w- he, he hold on a second yeah I kind of gather my thoughts here because there's a because once I like start talk like explaining the plot of this movie it's gonna sound really ridiculous because <laughs> um, the movie is sort of ridiculous love is ridiculous <laughs> it's
1: punch drunk
0: yeah um, so it's about, a, it's about a man named uh, Barry Egan who owns this novelty plunger business. Mm-hmm. I guess he like just makes novelty items in general. For like,
1: and it seems he sells mostly to hotels.
0: Yeah, um, which I guess is kind of a you know, pretty good business to have. Um, in the early 2000s probably. In the early 2000s. Um, so he's decided recently to wear uh, a suit to work. He has this bright blue suit um, that uh, I think kind of has a sort of thematic uh, representation, I guess. Never washes it. (laughs) He never washes it. He wears it every day after, you know, after the opening scene. (laughs) And um, he's definitely uh, depressed and uh, very lonely. And has other issues. It seems yes. anger issues.
1: He's on a spectrum. We'll say
0: the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Um. He and he's just like he's just absolutely just been destroyed by his his sisters. Yeah, he probably had a horrible his, upbringing. His domine- his domineering sisters. We don't
1: even meet his fam- his parents.
0: They might be dead already. Who knows? Sisters killed them. <laughs> Just for being hor- just for being so horrible and rip the mother in half. They constantly just like bring him down and nag him. Although one of his sisters is trying to kind of help him a but little bit. She like bit. puts
1: him down the most.
0: But she's but she's also yeah she's probably the worst because like she thinks she's helping him, but yeah. she's really just like. But then I guess she kind of did help him in the end. Yeah, but we'll get to that part in just yeah. a second. Uh, so yeah, he's very just like lonely and you know he's he's so lonely in fact that he calls a uh, <laughs> phone sex hotline which I mean that tells you how old this movie uh, is shady ass one very shady and this kind of causes some problems for him later in the film mm. uh actually pretty early on <laughs> um uh he's you know menaced by these four brothers who work for this <laughs> this shady uh phone sex uh Hotline Pimp, um, who is also a mattress store owner yep. in Utah. A sleaze ball on top just of a sleaze this ball. Fucking just sleazy piece of poop. We'll get to him. Uh and in the midst of all this, uh, Barry meets uh a very pretty uh a British lady who works with uh his his sister uh, and his sister, actually, is the one who wants to set them up.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant by, like, uh, she kind of did, even though she went about it in a horrible way. Yeah,
0: I mean, she's still toxic, and, you know, he has to, at one point, just fucking just yell just at her. on her. Yeah. Well, he already exploded in, in one scene. We'll, we'll get to that in just a moment as we talk a little bit more about the characters. Um, and, yeah, he meets this, uh, this very pretty... Uh, British lady, and they they sort of hit it off, and she likes him
1: she likes him from just seeing his picture
0: from just yeah, from the moment she saw him in a picture it's really it's actually pretty sweet, I was even surprised. though and she likes him despite him being <laughs> this total just ticking time bomb of emotions mm-hmm. um so yeah, that's the plot um and uh you know of course well let's let's talk about the characters um so the film star and the actors of course the film stars uh, adam sandler mm-hmm. making again his second uh, appearance uh, another film that i've chosen weirdly enough even though sterling is the uh, well you've the seen super most fan. of the oh, actually, adam, adam sandler movies third movie. appearance third appearance because uh hotel transylvania
1: Oh, yeah, true. But you've also, just because you've seen, even though you don't like him that much, you've still I've seen I've seen
0: most of his, of his movies, movies which yeah. It's is
1: unfair because I don't get to show off all the good I, stuff. You know, I grew really up watching,
0: stuff. you know, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Those are amazing uh,
1: movies, much better than the ones we've
0: seen. Of course, yeah. To each his own. Mr. Deeds, Big
1: Daddy. Big, yeah. But you haven't seen um, That's My Son.
0: That's my boy. Or that's my boy. My bad. With ad- Andy Sandberg. Uh huh. Mm hmm.
1: Guys have a future love fest for that.
0: An e- episode, yeah. Love fest, what?
1: They can get on the internet and love it. You need to spread join more the love
0: Join the cult of that movie.
1: Of our podcast.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this was. Uh, This was Adam Sandler's first foray into more serious territory. Um, Weirdly enough, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is actually a fan of his more silly, comedic outlook. He, he in fact, the movie that uh, made him want to work with Adam Sandler wasn't The Wedding Singer although he really liked The Wedding Singer I never the seen wedding The Wedding singer's Singer is the one that critics really like because it's a little bit more serious and I, li- and I actually kind of like The Wedding Singer I've never singer. seen it Well, I could show you that cuz I actually kind of like The Wedding Singer Um but it wasn't that surprisingly you'd think I I would think it would be that but it was it was Big Daddy I love Big Daddy He lo- he loves Big Daddy
1: It's an amazing movie
0: Um I think he might have even liked Little Nicky.
1: I love Little Nicky I, He's
0: a fan. He said he's a fan of Adam Sandler. He always wanted to work with him, um, and I guess he saw in him the potential for more a more intense, dramatic performance out of him, which is, you know, which is pretty great. And he he got it. He got it. It would great have been interesting
1: seeing him. the directing. How he of directed. Him talking him, to him and
0: behind the scenes, maybe. I don't know. There are yeah the that's a a little bit of interesting trivia I guess um is that uh this is the one movie of Paul Thomas Anderson's that he didn't really do a lot of interviews for um because during like the I guess like the film festival release of all of it um he just didn't have the time and so therefore it's like well I guess I just won't really talk about it all that much and then <laughs> it flopped yeah, unfortunately, uh, well, I guess we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is probably my favorite dramatic performance of uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, he just he really does show a very interesting range in this film uh, because you do kind of see a little bit of the goofball Adam when he Sandler runs away yeah he's running <laughs> It's pretty okay. funny, even though it's actually part of a kind of an intense moment,
1: yeah, he just can't help but make those noises
0: <laughs> um, and he also just plays this character who, like I said, he's kind of this ticking time bomb he's, he's' insane. I feel like if he had never found love in his life, he was going to murder somebody, his sister- whether it was gonna be his sisters or any just random person. Um, he was gonna kill somebody Yes Uh, I feel like he has that potential Or himself Or kill himself
1: But yeah maybe he would have been like a, a mass shooter or something
0: Like he's like yeah He's like That's one of the things I really like about Paul Thomas Anderson's movies Is that there's always like this weird Dark underbelly Yeah like he's just
1: uh, it, The first half of this movie is just chaos
0: It is It's the It's the setup the to The love story uh, and just like sh- setting up like how lonely and just pathetic this man is. I'll just, if and I how ever watch
1: it again, I'll just watch it from the, the second, second half. half part. I, mean, if it- I will
0: say the second half is better than the first half, but I like the first half of this movie. I like the parts when we show that. The other part I forgot to mention about this movie is that there's this uh, thing uh, that he, be- he becomes obsessed with. Uh, Buying uh, healthy food choice products because there is this weird promotion uh, that if he buys enough, he can accrue free, uh, frequent flyer miles. Or, yeah. Which are w- actually with each purchase of healthy choice products, you get free, free, frequent flyer miles. And he buys, he gets obsessed with buying so much. Um, you know, to get these frequent flyer miles for a trip that he may never take. Mm-hmm. Um, but and this was during the era, like I mean, all the cra- that was when they started doing that. So
1: everyone's like, "Whoa, free miles! Wow!" Right.
0: And apparently, yeah, this was based on a real thing that happened. This was partly th- like, uh, yeah, this is. I guess this is partly in- inspired by a true story. You That's could funny. say, um, "Yeah, guy, you know, exploited this loophole." I guess. Because um, it's like, how does the company not realize that?
1: <laughs> because they're just like, no one's gonna go out of their way to buy five thousand pudding cups. Oh shit! Someone did it. <laughs> yep. They had to now we gotta pay for them to have. Have to be a weirdo like life. Adam Sandler. <laughs> I know they, just, they didn't again. expect like a spectrum boy coming.
0: Yeah, man on the spectrum. <laughs> um, yeah. He's uh. He's good in it. He's very good.
1: Like, it's just the beginning half, it's got me just cringing.
0: Yeah, you Running just... Running out know, of the room,
1: I'm yelling. I'm, you don't really like it. seeing
0: a character like this. No. A character who's just damaged and has some, you know, serious problems. It's
1: just... It's and not it's not played even if, somewhat if, Yeah, like I can believably. see a damaged character. I'm not like, oh, I can't... But just... Just everything, all the events, everything he did. It just I hated the way he spoke. He was just, a, just such a cringy person. Just just starts destroying a bathroom because <laughs> his sister annoyed him. Like. That's
0: my favorite scene in the movie. Really? That is my favorite scene when he goes insane uh, because uh, when he's going on, yeah, he's on a date with uh, Emily Watson, who we'll, <laughs> we'll get to her in just a second. Um and she tells him that uh, his sisters were telling her a story um, that really embarrassed him. Mm-hmm. And he, like, fucking just goes off in a rage and he walks off to the bathroom and completely demolishes it. Um, <laughs> and uh, the manager of the restaurant uh, pulls him aside and says, uh, Do you know what happened to the bathroom? He's like, Uh, oh, no no man It's <laughs> like did you destroy the bathroom <laughs> he's like no I didn't It's like I don't have any way of proving it but I think you need to leave <laughs> he's like oh no can I just stay though <laughs> he's like no I think you need to leave oh but he I didn't do it he's like no you need to leave sir he's like yeah but can I stay <laughs> he's like I'm gonna call the police like oh but come on can I stay he's like I'm gonna crack your fucking head and it's just like this uh, is running out of the room at this point. it's just this, yeah, it's Hate like him. Th- this man is just so chaotic, um, so cringe he has, he has this uh, rage inside of him that if he'd ever found love, uh he would it unleash ate him it. alive, he would have unleashed it upon some like a puppy p- an innocent person, probably that didn't deserve it, or maybe his sister who did deserve it maybe but <laughs> luckily you know he meets uh lena lena sorry <coughs> played by emily watson and uh she uh she's also i mean she's kind of like a quirky quirky character too yeah i mean it, she kind of has to be to be able to sort of balance out his insanity
1: yeah she's not as crazy as him but she definitely seems weird
0: she can, yeah, she definitely. Especially how
1: into him she is.
0: Yeah, she definitely digs how kind of crazy he is. Yeah,
1: even after she finds out everything he does, she doesn't care. Just like, turns her on more. He warm.
0: follows her all the way to Hawaii after they just met. But she had, like, invited him almost. She did. And, like. She
1: was into him. And, like, they fell in love, like.
0: And then there's that there, there's that great scene after the, the date where they're walking home. and He, he takes her home. And uh, he kind of just like he's like okay he's like okay bye and he kisses her on the cheek and then he's like yeah, or he's he goes uh, bye bye and bye bye yeah he's walking down the <laughs> and hallway bye bye and bye bye you stupid motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like that and then uh, That's as he's the walking as he as he's walking out uh, he gets a phone call and you think, and he think yeah and you think it's gonna be uh, the phone sex. Hot, uh, yeah. The phone sex phone sex hotline worker, who at this point
1: had been calling him, had been home, harassing work, him, yeah. finding him everywhere, and you're just like, oh no, how'd they find him
0: here? But turns out it's Lena, and she's like, I really wanted to kiss you then. And he runs up, then he runs up back there, and he can't find her, uh, her apartment, which is a uh, panicking, which is a situation that I could relate to. Actually, shout out to Younger Lee. <laughs> Better days. Um, I don't know about that, but yeah, he, and he goes up there and he kisses her, and, and yeah, I mean she's she's into him,
2: mm-hmm. and she
0: and he like it's yeah, it's a really sweet moment. He like hugs her, it's like the first like real like affection that he's probably felt in a long long time.
1: Yeah, he absorbs it.
0: Yeah, he needs it. Yes. And you really feel, and at that point, you really feel for him. And I think it makes those parts Especially that because you were.
1: He's c- losing it because of the, what the sex uh, hotline's doing to him. Because mm-hmm. they have his social, they have his credit card, they have his numbers, they have his address.
0: Right. And they're just harassing <laughs> him. And it's just like, it, once, like, when you hear that they're asking for his social, you as an audience are like, wait, what? Wait, I would just hang up the phone right now. It's like this is already like this is shady. What are you doing? But he's like he's so lonely, and he's just like he wants some kind of contact.
1: But he wants no one to know.
0: Yeah, he still wants to be like private about it. But he fucking still gives. But he gives out his private information. So it's kind of like ironic in a way. I know. Um, but I think uh, Emily Watson is is very good in this film.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. Really. Maybe, but I don't She didn't seem recognizable to me.
0: She was in <laughs> she was in Kingsman too. Oh, well then maybe I saw her but She was like uh I think the one of the presidential secretaries who I think got addicted to drugs or some shit and then oh, got no, like,
1: she had did drugs in her past and then like anyone yeah. who had done drugs was affected by this disease. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs>
0: Poop movie. Yeah. But that's probably the only thing you probably seen her in. But she's in uh Red Dragon, the other Hannibal Lecter movie.
1: Well this is a bunch of movies that are poop.
0: Movies that you probably wouldn't like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm right. But wrong. she's a talented actress and she's uh she's very good in this film. Uh
1: not to be mistaken with Emma Watson.
0: I know, right? It's very similar sounding names.
1: And both British. I mean, I guess that's obvious because their name's Watson.
0: Yes. Watson. The most British name in America. Uh, and then we have the other more, the, the last, I guess, most notable star in this movie. The ca- Yeah, because the cast in this movie's not huge.
1: No, and like all the sisters are unknowns. They're all, they were the non-professional a, actors. Except for the one that's uh, harassing yeah.
0: her. I'll talk about her. Uh... For a second, her—I uh, her, guess I'll just say it right now—her name's Mary Lynn Rajcub, and it's I'm probably like Eastern European. Shit. I'm probably uh, butchering that, <laughs> <laughs> just destroying that name. I'm really sorry, uh, but I know her most from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." <laughs> her, <laughs> I've
1: seen in things, but I don't know her from that. Uh,
0: she plays a <laughs> pretty. Hilari- uh, pretty funny character on that show. Disgusting character that <laughs> the characters all hate. Oh, um, I guess she's always hated. Gale the Snail. <laughs> um, but yeah, she plays um, the sister that hooks uh, Barry and uh, Lena up, essentially. Uh, but she's, uh, she's a toxic person. Yeah, uh, All the sisters are just terrible. They called him, like, like, gay boy, and, like... Yeah, and they were just him. like,
1: remember when we did that, it would make you so angry? Yeah,
0: and they are like, he's in the middle of, like, an important, like, business meeting, and, and all of his harassing. sisters are, like, calling him, like, are you gonna come to the party? Are you gonna come to the party? He's like, yes, God, yep, mm-hmm, yep, I'm coming. And then his other sister, like, barges in during the meeting, mm-hmm. the the sister that I'm talking about now, uh, and just like, can I bring my date? Or can I bring my uh, friend... I really want you to meet her. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) She's like, that sounds horrible. (laughs) He's like, like, I don't think I'm going to go. I'm going to renew my gym membership, which is just like the weirdest excuse.
1: I know. And he knows that he can't get out of it.
0: (laughs) He's like, oh, well, you know, I'll just bring her then if you're not going to (laughs) go. He's just like, fuck. (laughs) You fucking bitch. (laughs) And then uh, at that party, he gets so... Uh, ticked off that he fucking breaks the sliding at sliding glass doors of uh, his sister's house. He just
1: goes right up and smashes all three. Smash, smash, smash. He just
0: destroys them in a just insane. Right in front of the of whole anger. family. And then he. Uh, and they
1: all scream, "What the fuck, Barry? What are You're you doing, retarded? <laughs> and stupid!" <laughs> and and the, then he breaks down, little bitch. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he breaks down to his brother-in-law, who he he's like. Like, oh, you're a doctor. You can help me. He's like, Barry, I'm just a dentist. Yeah, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, that's a funny scene.
1: And then he tells the whole family, because he's also a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, and it's just like he has no support in his life, which is really sad. I know. Uh, until he meets Lena.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And then, but, yeah, so she's, yeah, all the sisters are just terrible, and like contributing factor, main contributing factor to why... He is uh, the he's way such he is. a yeah he's such a uh, basket case is what you would call him i guess Yeah Um So enough about her um let's talk about probably my favorite character in this movie Yeah i know Uh even though he's such a piece of shit not the actor of course Um uh, we got Philip Seymour Hoffman R.I.P. R.I.P. Absolutely, just stealing the show. I think. I
1: don't know about that. He's I, just kind of being him.
0: Oh uh, no! For like ten minutes. He's is I mean, he doesn't have a lot of screen time, because um, he just plays this shady character who.
1: He plays he, he, Seymour Hoffman. I've seen that character. <laughs> he, he, I've seen him do that character. I saw him do that character in that movie with. Uh, um, oh no.
0: Ben Stiller. Yeah, damn. Along Came Polly. Can't believe you knew that. What the fuck? I've I didn't seen that movie. But I didn't
1: say anything. All I said was the movie that he was in, which is all the movies he's in. <laughs> and I went, snap, snap, snap. I didn't say none, and he went. The one with Ben Stiller, like
0: what? <laughs> I'm good. At, I've seen That's too many movies, Sterling. That's insanity, first of That's all. That's why we're doing a movie. Like you podcast. connected all these
1: dots. Like okay, see, uh, like these are all the movies he's been in. <laughs> these are all the movies that Sterling would have never seen. Which movie? here's are the movies that maybe Sterling's seen. Now, which one's the most obvious choice? Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston, romance <laughs> movie. Got it.
0: He is in that movie. Uh, he's. But
1: I've seen, he was that character in that movie.
0: He did a lot of the. He, for a while, he was doing a lot of those like co- like comedy relief, uh, the fat the fat best friend role
1: because money uh, probably feeding that he, sad heroin addiction. But very yeah, uh, very much. But him. I'm just saying, I'm not saying he was bad in this movie. I liked him. I like him in all the movies, the movies he's in. But well, he
0: has one of the. He has my. Probably my favorite, my I, I'm other just, favorite I'm moment just surprised. In this
1: movie. I'm not going to like shit on you. I'm just surprised that you're just, well, like, because I, I didn't expect that. Because
0: I'm just, I absolutely, It just didn't stick I out love, to me at all. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. I thought Barry was a so much better much.
1: character than him.
0: Well, he probably more well written, I would say. Or you get m- more development out of him, obviously. It's his movie. It's his, yeah, it's his character study, essentially. Um, all you get like Seymour Hoffman doing is going "fuck," <laughs> "shut the fuck up." He just telling, he's just telling everybody to shut the fuck up. That's all he does the whole movie. But it's just so. It's what Lee wants to do. It's uh,
1: yeah,
0: I would just yeah, just love to own a mattress store and just
1: <laughs> tell steal everybody people's sh- credit cards. Just tell
0: everyone shut the fuck up. But he has one of my f- like probably the funniest moment in this movie when Barry, after this horrible. Actually, a really great scene um, where, uh, you know, Barry's taking Lena home after a date, I think, and the brothers who were harassing him earlier in the movie who work for Philip Seymour Hoffman crash into his car. Yeah. And um, they're ready to, like, beat him up with a crowbar, but Barry sees that uh, Lena's been hurt, yeah, blood's trickling over her head. Got a cut on her head. And
1: it's just the rage, the au- I'm going to say it. The autism rage <laughs> is finally being used for good. This whole yeah. movie it's all been used to make me cringe and ruin his life, but now all of a it sudden It turns him into Liam
0: Neeson cuz he's so fucking angry. Yeah, he And when you get a human being who is so
1: angry, it's just pent up just and they just throw everything they have against every hit. With every hit, they're th- he's throwing his entire weight against it, his entire rage. And you're just some skinny four-brother crackhead fucks. Mm-hmm. Because that's who they are. They're just like weirdly part- like almost borderline albinos.
0: Yeah. It's- <laughs> yeah, and very, the way very they, they describe it,
1: it's awesome. Like the first guy coming up to him with a crowbar, he just cracks Punches that guy the fuck he takes out. Takes the
0: crowbar in a
1: cool way too. Grabs like, it. It's almost like an like action a, movie. Yeah, he grabs it and does a cool flip so it's on the right way. Immediately hits another brother right across the fucking face, and then kicks another one in the chest and hits him in the head. Mm-hmm. And then the big one is like the intimidated ones and like the back of the cab going,
0: <laughs> and, he, and he like holds out the crowbar and he just yeah like... he
1: smashes all the windows in the truck and then he gives it to him and then he just walks away and he's like it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, Lena. It's gonna be okay. She's like, "What's happening?" He's like, "It's gonna be all right."
0: And he's <laughs> just like, "Murder." <laughs> it's
2: gonna fucking
0: And that's when he calls Philip Seymour Hoffman, and, and we, we get that, the that amazing line. scene. He's like, "Who are you, sir?" He's like, "What? What? Just shut up! Shut, shut up! Shut! 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 Shut, shut, shut up!"
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, like,
0: "You motherfucker! No, did you just tell me to go?" Fuck myself. <laughs> he gets
2: He's so bad. Like, yes,
0: I did. That wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Clang. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Wait, what?" And he flies all the way to Utah. He drives. He drove there? Yeah. I thought he flew there.
1: No, he drives.
0: I, th- I think he flew there. No, he drives. No, he says he flew there. No, he says huh? he drives. Okay, well, he gets well, maybe there.
1: Well, he flew, because that would be kind of crazy. Well, that, that yeah, the days. whole idea of
0: this movie, that would the, take the days. frequent flyer miles and shit. So, yeah, I think you're right, actually.
1: Cause now that yeah. I think about it, that would take days to drive there and back.
0: Well, there's an interesting theory about this movie. Not interesting, it's kind of stupid, but <laughs> uh, I'll talk about it in, uh, a little later. Um, but, yeah, he, f- he flies down to tell Philip Seymour Hoffman, look, you better, like, put an end to this now before I beat the hell from you.
1: And I flew <laughs> all the way here from California. I will kill
0: you. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's getting his fucking hair done by the fucking, like, the, the woman who's been harassing him. The main, the, the, the bottom bitch. Georgia. Top, the bottom I'm bitch. I'm a
1: Georgia peach. And she just looks ragged. <laughs> yeah, it's Dick terrible. Digged
2: heroin.
0: Probably, or meth. Oxycontin. Whatever pills. Could be, could have been the beginning of the opioid crisis.
1: Yeah, whatever drugs that that guy's giving them. Uh, Keep them all like that. But yeah,
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman gets out of his chair and he's trying to act all tough. He gets up into Am Sandler's face. He's like, I have a love in my heart and it gives me strength that you can't believe. Mm. And Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, you flew all the way down from California just to tell me that? He's like, yes, I did. He's like, "Did you call the cops?" <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, "Okay then." <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, we'll lose your information.
0: <laughs> and he's like, y- "You go fuck yourself, man." He's like, "What did I just no,
1: tell you?" No, he's like, "Now get out of here, fucking pervert." What did I just tell you? That that you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right, yeah. He like try he tries cuz he's like wants to be the tough man so he tries to get the last word. And then he just turns around like I will beat you to death. He's still holding the broken phone. After
0: yeah, after he called him.
1: Yeah, after he called him in the beginning, he like just started running towards him and he just held the he, phone cuz
0: he was he was ready. Like I got to go kill this he was guy. He's ready for murder.
1: Just sitting in the played like I am going to go kill somebody.
2: <laughs> but yeah. yeah.
1: That was those scenes are all pretty good. I like those scenes. I like Hawaii. I mean, it's with Hawaii where the movie turns.
0: Yeah, I know. Cause yeah, it's like that's when like it becomes an, a sweet, a sweet romance.
1: Yeah, and he's not just like, oh my god.
0: You're not seeing, yeah, you know, this pathetic, lonely, screaming man, autistic man. I'll say.
1: <laughs> definitely.
0: We're not trying to berate nobody, him. But he definitely We're not sees. berating him for being. Autistic. We're just. It's what I think he is. The movie never. Yeah, the movie never explicitly says that. Or he's got severe OCD. He definitely has OCD for sure. He probably he has a litany of problems. It seems. Yeah. And it may it may not even be autism. It could be just intense psychological trauma from his family. True. His family has just never given him any real affection or love mm. or anything
1: any compa- yeah no any compassion. sort
0: of compassion
1: it is sad but in the beginning it's just like
0: oh. i know you you don't really want to watch something like that
1: i'll watch it from the second half
0: <laughs> um yeah but i do think that the second half of this movie is the better the better half of the film um Yeah, Uh, so those yeah, wow. You had
1: a lot. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, you can tell Lee likes this movie. I do really. When Lee can just be, he basically quoted the whole movie. I mean, this movie doesn't have the. It's it's not like a quiet movie, but it doesn't have a ton of dialogue.
0: In the again, the first half, um, just him
1: just
2: going.
0: You know, it starts off very like kind of weird. Because you're like what the fuck's happening? Because he's just standing on, he's standing out in the middle of the street. He sees a horrible
1: accident and does nothing.
0: And then the after that, it looks like the car is like already gone. Yeah, no it's cops like, that or anything It's like
1: and then and then he gets and then there's a piano that gets dropped off.
0: Like, okay. Small little yeah, little piano. I mean,
1: people do that. They just like drop off stuff
0: and put a sign on it, free. hmm And then he that and he meets um, Lena. In that scene.
1: Yeah, it's like... Uh, like, But she gives
0: him, like, his her car key to...
1: Yeah, like, there's a mechanic right next door to him and she wanted to take her car. It's like, but well, like, did she really need to go to the mechanic? Or was she using it as an excuse to see him? Because she would have known. Maybe she was. Maybe it was. Yeah. But
0: that doesn't get explained to Cole. So maybe she was kind of a stalker a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it worked out for the good one. <laughs> They fell in love. Just the, the moral of the story is always date your stalker. Sure, yeah. Always give your stalker a chance. I don't
0: know, she doesn't want to kill him, so it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> not yet. But maybe if we get a Punch Drunk Love, too. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because this movie flopped.
1: Yeah, but we could get a Netflix adaptation of it.
0: Or a Netflix sponsor. Or, Yeah, Netflix produced. Yeah. They Especially, money. it's
1: got a cult following, I feel.
0: Yeah, this movie uh, is it's respected by a lot of uh, different filmmakers. Um, most notably, uh, you probably don't know the name. Uh, his name's Taika Waititi, but he's no. the director of uh, <laughs> Thor. <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, ha. Make fun of a foreign name. White boy. White nationalist boy. <laughs> Proud boy. You voted for Trump, huh? No, you no did. I didn't. No, he didn't. Um, you but yeah, out. Taika Waititi uh, is the director of Thor: Ragnarok, um, and the director of Jojo Rabbit, which you know, uh, just won the Oscar last year. I mean, uh, for best of adapted screenplay. Uh, but so yeah, he's like he's a pretty notable figure in Hollywood now, and he directed a movie. I really like called What We Do in the Shadows, which is a vampire comedy movie. Um What? I'll show you that movie. It's actually really funny. Um and they just made a TV show based off of it.
1: Oh, that's funny. Oh, for what network? FX. Oh.
0: And Get I guess it off
1: basic cable.
0: It's on Hulu too cuz okay. FX and Hulu have a thing going, I guess. But yeah, uh, and I think uh John Favreau, the director of like Iron Man and Ooh. the uh co- the executive producer of Mandalorian, uh director of Zathora, remember that movie? I love that movie. Uh director of Elf. Uh, he's uh I like b- that movie. He's Foggy Nelson in the in the Iron Man movies <laughs> and Marvel movies. You know who Foggy Nelson is, right? He's the well now he's with Spider Man because Tony Stark's dead.
1: Oh, Spoilers. Yes, yes, I know who he is.
0: Yeah, he's that's yep, yeah, John Favreau. He's also the director of that Lion King movie that came out. <laughs> 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 <The> people <laughs>
1: love but Lee hates.
0: No, I, I like the original Lion King. I'm no, not Lee hates. I'm not poo pooing on the original. No, Lee line.
1: likes the new one. and Hates the old one.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> But yeah, like this film has a sizable following now and you know, even people yeah, in the I industry feel like it's really way more like well it. known. And you know, I can definitely see why and it, critics loved this movie when it came out.
1: I can see how the main audience would go and be like, You're thinking Adam Sandler.
0: hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like what? And I think it was marketed <laughs> as a comedy. And it mm-hmm. is kind of a comedy a little bit.
1: No. There's <laughs> nothing funny. I didn't laugh once I mean no, I didn't laugh at all in this movie. Yeah, you
0: did. There were a couple of parts,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: some of the awkwardness. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, I didn't laugh at any of the awkwardness. Oh yeah, no, you were. I cringing. hated all that. You
0: were like, you were ready Flippin to turn out. this movie off.
1: I was. Lo- I do not like cringe. I really hate it. Yeah, I mean, I basically couldn't. I didn't watch like at least five percent of this movie because I had my ears, my fingers in my ears, eyes closed, and I was going la 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 yeah. la la. So I couldn't hear it because it's just like, oh my god, kill yourself! Don't say those things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so sad. I hate him. I was just like, oh, he really hates it. After I liked Step Up,
1: I hated the fuck out of the first part of this movie, but the second half, I save it.
0: Good, glad you at least liked the second half of it. Yeah, I
1: definitely, and I, yeah, I mean, how can you I mean that scene's badass? Uh, the, where he beats that up the four brothers. Cool. How can you not like that? And
0: I really, and I do like that scene in Hawaii when they're when they m- meet up with each other. Yeah, I think it's
1: That's, cute, and I like it when she doesn't betray him and she li- tell, lies to the sister, like, "Oh yeah, I didn't meet up with him," because he's sitting there and he's just like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's
0: just like, he doesn't want them involved at all. But no, there's that all. There's and it's the only time you see him not in the suit. Yeah, after they had sex.
1: And then, and that's also a cute scene where like, she he finally admits, he's like, I just came here for you. I don't really yeah. have a business
0: trip at all. That's pretty romantic. Yeah.
1: If you read the situation that, but
0: right. But the, <laughs> the scene that leads up to that, though, when they're like kissing... And they're kind of like doing their... Yeah,
1: yeah, that's when you realize that she's a weirdo too. Because he's like,
0: because she's like, oh, I just want, your face is so adorable. I just want to caress it. And then he's just like, I want to smash your face and I want to smash it in with a sledgehammer. <laughs> she's just like, I want to gouge your eyes out. <laughs> And then they start talking, like, all this weird then shit. Then they probably fucked. They probably fucked hard after And he was that.
1: probably just, like, all the the weirdness just pouring out of him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just deflated. Oh. And all that just toxicity. He's finally to- having Toxic awkwardness.
1: <laughs> oh, God, yes. That's a good phrasing of it.
0: Toxic au- awkwardness. Let's put it on a t-shirt. I fucked. <laughs> after now I came up... After I just came up with such an eloquent phrase, I stuttered, stuttered, That's why that's the real t shirt.
1: Ah, oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I fucked it up. That's the real t shirt. <laughs> um, that's life. Well, I think I want to ask you some questions now, Lee.
0: Okay. All right. When did you first see this movie? Because,
1: what, we would have been like in first
0: grade when it came out? <laughs> Oh yeah, I definitely did not see this movie when I was a kid. <laughs> That'd be weird. I was watching Mr. Deeds, and Big Daddy. Yes. And Happy Gilmore. Yes. Good and movies. Billy Madsen. Good movies. And Click. No. No. <laughs> Click is garbage. <laughs> Click is garbage. Because that tries to be serious. Talk about a movie say. that has a bad second half. Yes. But also a bad first half. Yes,
1: because the whole movie, you're just like, this is a stupid idea. Um, but, yes, when did you first see this movie?
0: I saw this movie a few years ago, probably about maybe like 11 years after it came out. I think maybe like around 2013 or
1: so. I'm just trying to imagine Lee of that Because I think it was today. on
0: Netflix. I had heard a lot about it. I had already seen uh, Boogie Nights before that, so I had already kind of known... The work of Paul Thomas Anderson, and I was like, "This—he's a pretty interesting director," and I wanted to see this movie. And I watched it, <laughs> and I really liked it the first time I watched it. Mm. Then I watched it again, probably like a maybe a year or a couple years after that, and I—I I liked it even more. Um, I actually was like, I was actually really affected by it the second time I watched it. Mm. Um, I really, I related a lot to the character mm-hmm. of Barry Egan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that. I see that. <laughs> Sterling was even saying, like, this is like, yeah. It's an autobiography. Is, it's right? kind of like you a little bit. And, yeah. <sighs> I'm not saying, like, I'm on the spectrum. Well, We're all on the spectrum. Well, I guess we kind of all are. Um, but I definitely can identify with some of the the rage <laughs> that mm. Barry feels at mm. certain po- moments in his life. And I've had moments where and I, I get, s- smash
1: fucking shit And out how of the anger. rage can make you kind of awkward because you're trying to contain it. Mm-hmm. And you can tell you're not containing it well. Exactly. Like, you're yeah. not good at containing your rage.
0: <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I've no. learned that working with you. No. You can definitely hear it. <laughs> yeah, I can. I get irritated very quickly. <laughs> it's um, like
1: we're retail <laughs> i know
0: i i know i don't i've, I've never like blown no, up. no please those people have been fired <laughs> yes i can contain it just enough just enough to be like i gotta get out it But yeah, <laughs> and also you know his relationship with his family not that my relationship is as bad or toxic as no. that but i mean we all have moments where we just it <clears throat> just infuriates you, especially when you've lived with your family for so long. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's just the, there was just a lot uh, to like for me, and I really just, and I also really thought that the it was a very well done romance.
2: Hmm.
0: And it's a it's a romance between weirdos. And I I definitely like that aspect.
1: Yeah. And they're not I'd like I'd like to.
0: And they're not like super like they're not supermodels or anything yeah, they're
1: normal people looking
0: they look nor- yeah Adam Sandler is just a normal guy Emily Watson is like the yeah, she's pretty like but a, she's not yeah like kind of like a she's girl not, next door quality she's not like,
1: like Scarlett Johansson no I mean I guess that's offensive the way we're talking about it but whatever um okay sorry Emily Watson and Scarlett Johansson you're a talented actress both of you are um yes well, okay well what's your favorite part in this movie I mean, I guess you already said it, but that was your favorite actor. What's your favorite part?
0: You mean my... F- no, I I said that... You asked me when I saw it, and I was like... No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I know, I know, I mean, haven't... Yeah, I know. We're, we're bit, blah, you blah, blah, said blah, blah, blah. your favorite
1: character in this movie was...
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes,
1: and I'm just saying, what's your favorite part now? My
0: favorite part... Um, I have a, it's, it's kind of hard. I always like, with a lot of Paul Thomas, a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson's films, when I rewatch them and I re, I know I sound like <laughs> such a pretentious film, film easiest. nerd, cinephile dual, Paul, the films of Paul Thomas Anderson. You definitely,
1: I mean, Hey, along came Pauline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, right there, it just goes to show like my my knowledge that is bad that he
1: was in. you mean along came with Polly? I gave you any information.
0: <laughs> I didn't even give
1: you a hint. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. You don't like that. It just—it was insanity. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> the fact that like all I said was a movie, and you narrowed it down to the which movie that you most likely thought I would because have seen I mean
0: I knew that had to be the one that you were thinking of. <laughs> I because I know that's a movie you've seen.
1: It's just, there was no information. <laughs> it was just literally I said the movie he was in, which is all the movies he's in. <laughs> well, yeah, you got that. So. All right, let's get to the question. Be, uh, but yes, yeah, so it's always like a brain
0: teaser can wait. I know it, I know I said earlier that it was the scene where he like rips up the bathroom.
1: Mhm. Oh yeah, I remember that you did say that.
0: But I also really like the scene where he calls Philip Seymour Hoffman. I like I love the scene where he beats the shit out of the brothers. Um What's your favorite though?
1: <sighs> I'm going to make you do it. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. I think I'll just say like my favorite moment, the moment that definitely sticks out to me the most is the moment when they're meeting up in Hawaii, and they uh, they embrace, and they're uh, they're s- they're silhouetted, and he like he's walking up and he's got his hand extended like for a handshake, yeah. and she runs right up to him and kisses him.
2: Oh yeah, and, and, and then such, all of a and sudden everybody all the and all these in.
0: people are walking, and it's this. It's a beautiful shot. It is a nice shot, and it's just like and it just it just you know just sits on it for like a minute, and it just lets you take it in. Mm-hmm. And it's just what I love about film. A lot of these. Cinema. Uh,
1: this movie had a lot of that, where the scenes are just like letting you stew in the scene.
0: That's Paul, That's what I love about Paul Thomas Ugh. Anderson, and I know it's fine in scenes like
1: that where it's cute and romantic. But when it's a fucking awkward, terrible scene. You're just-
0: Luckily, I mean, and. There's a lot of that in "There Will Be Blood," his next movie, that I'll be showing you. Um, where th- th- it's that's kind of a slow movie, but uh, I mean, it's all driven by the <laughs> the performance of Daniel Day-Lewis. But we'll we'll talk about that movie another time because that movie <laughs> is another is probably one of my favorites. No, um, just in general. And then the movie he did after that. The master, uh,
1: another depression. I
0: think I like even more. <laughs> Just keeps getting growing and growing. But then the movie did after that. I actually don't like.
1: Oh, is it? I guess we'll
0: talk. Guys? I'll talk a little bit about Paul Thomas Anderson's filmography now, a little bit. Even though I'm t- totally, you had more questions for me, right? Well, you don't have to
1: talk about the movies that you're going to show me, because we'll talk about those movies when we watch them right but like movies that you don't play out. show me do you play out show me all of his
0: movies no not the one that i don't like <laughs>
1: the one <laughs> yeah it's okay. called inherent
0: vice oh
1: it's not You've the three hour long one <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: it's long Ugh. <laughs> dodging one bullet <laughs> <laughs> no that movie's not good unfortunately when did that one come out like 2015 i saw it in theaters and mm-hmm. I was like, I was ex- I was hyped for it too because it looked so good. The trailers were fucking awesome. It's uh, it has Joaquin Phoenix in it. Uh, he plays like a hippie detective. Um, he gets okay. embroiled in this super convoluted mystery, <laughs> and that's just like the whole movie. It's just, what's what's it about? I don't even know. <laughs> no,
1: that's all about the button. <laughs>
0: The movie he made after that, though, was pretty good. Another movie with Daniel Day-Lewis. I might show you... Actually, I will show you that movie, because I kind of liked it. Too many movies
1: that are four hours long. Eh, this one Vetoed. wasn't long. I'm allowed to veto all the three-hour-long movies. Veto, right. veto, 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 veto.
0: I ask more of your questions. No.
1: You don't deserve my questions. <laughs> uh, What part do you not like? Probably something happy. Go. <laughs>
0: Hmm. What is the part that I don't like? I know there was something that I when I was watching it. Hmm.
1: Will this be the? I do think.
0: I will say, this is a slight problem with some of PTAs films. That's well, I'll (laughs) abbreviate abbreviate his his name. name now. We'll um, be hearing it a lot. So yeah, so yeah, there's a, there's a slight little thing with PTAs movies is that they're they're what I would like to call obtuse, meaning like you have those scenes where he, the camera's just kind of like following uh, uh, Adam Sandler around, and you're not really sure like what's what's the point. Yeah. Um, what's the point of that? Um, there's a scene where, you know, Emily Watson uh, is walking from her car to the... Uh, uh, back to Barry, uh, back into his little warehouse or whatever. Yeah. Um, And it's the camera, like, follows her, but it, like, goes outside of, like, the brick wall. Yeah, and she, like, he, looks, and then he's,
1: like, flipping out.
0: And it's, like... I mean, it's, like... Little, it's not that like I don't particularly like it, but I will it's say like scene that it's took like forever. it's like sometimes it's like okay, and I think Inherent Vice has like the most of that. Yeah, it's what I would call, yeah, it's just I get it, you're a filmmaker, <laughs>
1: but like edit it a little bit,
0: a little bit. Now this movie is like one of his shorter films, probably his yeah, it shortest wasn't that movies. long, and,
1: and it didn't feel so, I mean. Lucklin well, up of with cringe, since I'm like ignoring it and trying to not hear it, it goes by pretty quick.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. Would well, you say this is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Yes. Damn. That's terrible. I don't I can't be your friend anymore. Well everyone, this is the last podcast. <laughs> uh it's good this podcast went for thirty two episodes. Bye. I know. I'm back, I'm just kidding.
0: But if they ever release a Criterion version of Billy Madison I'll buy it.
1: I'd buy that too, but
0: <laughs> I don't but, think they are. But yeah, Criterion's the, not cool. Yeah, this is a. Uh, and this, they don't want to actually sell movies people want. Yep, yeah, this is another. Uh, this is another uh, Criterion.
1: Criterion is like if Lee got control of a DVD making company and then they only made DVDs he liked, and they're like, you know, our profits are really suffering. He's like, yeah, but I like these movies, and they're like, but no one's buying them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, they have a pretty big. Criterion is a pretty big Garbage. fan base. I've
1: seen one movie I want on it, Moonstruck. A movie that's, I need to show you, but I'm uh, not going to pay a billion dollars
0: for it. Wait Criterion, fi- get your shit together, okay, guys? Wait for the 50% off sale.
1: No, I will not wait for that because that seems offensive. Make your movies constantly at that 50% price. <laughs> You're a cheap butt. <laughs> <laughs> That was just like a, such a perfect, just automatic <laughs> response. That came from the soul. Cheap butt, cheap butt. I like criteria. You're a cheap butt. <laughs> cheap but. like a cheap
0: butt. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be plenty more. Uh, oh god, I, I've already
1: seen what 17, and you already have, you have. He owns the collection, everybody. Not and even by, close. And after the next Not sale, he'll own even. even more.
0: Oh yeah, I I always buy at least two out of that sale.
1: Oh, he's gonna buy ten this year because I'm gonna.
0: No, break no. Them all no I'm not. Uh, but yeah is there any more to say about this movie I don't really Do it's a shorter movie on your part yeah it's a, it's a shorter film uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward we it's straightforward the but story's it's still, not complicated I don't think and that's that's kind of what I enjoy about it is like it's straightforward but it still has some weird it has weird elements. Un- it's told in an unconventional way. It you
1: is. Because you're uncon- like, am I supposed to like this guy in the beginning?
0: Yeah, it has unconventional characters, un- an unconventional relationship, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, definitely
1: sledgehammers to the face. <laughs> I mean, all right. I guess we're going to do the ratings read in the that. first half. I've already said that. Yep. You said that. I really. I didn't say I hated it. the no, first. No, you said I hated it. Yeah, I really hated it. I was, I was on the verge of saying, "Lee, I can't do this."
0: It seemed like it.
1: Um, or at the very least, just walking out until the movie was at a bearable part, and then just reading the wiki. Um, but it 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 did turn in the second half. Like, if this movie had ended unhappily, I would have been. You would agree. This would have got a negative one star, but because of the second half, it was right. I was the whole first half. I'm like, this is a one, 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 one,
0: one. You were saying it was the worst thing I was showing you. Worst thing
1: you ever showed me. The first half, but the second half bumps it up to a six. Wow! Because I do like the romance. I do like who he becomes in the second half. Um, He grows. Yeah. See, that's
0: why I think the the first half is important, though. But
1: it's a six closer to a five than it is to
0: a seven. All right. Okay.
1: I'll give you that. And the, and this is definitely not my favorite Adam Sandler movie. I, I know. Not even cracking the top ten of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. I know.
0: You like Little Nicky more than this?
1: Yes. Little Nicky, <laughs> Big Daddy, Mr. Uh. Deeds. Happy Gilmore.
0: Funny enough, I think.
1: I like like this better than Click by far.
0: Well, Click, we already established. Garbage.
1: I like this better
0: than Jack and Jill. Well, anything's better than Jack and Jill. But,
1: that's my boy? No. Okay. (laughs) And we'll see Lee's real anger of that statement when he finally watches that movie. He goes like, you compared this to
0: Punch (laughs) Drunk." You like, no, I'd be like, you like this better than drunk Punch Drunk Love no. and Uncut Gems?
1: Oh, yes. Uncut Gems. I haven't seen Spanglish. I like this better
0: than Uncut Gems.
1: I've seen Spanglish. It's just pretty shitty. Is it? It's just kind of like he's just this awkward white guy who's just cheating on his wife with the housekeeper, kind of. But it's, I don't know. They're learning Spanish, but they speak English. I don't know. It's just and then,
0: and then there's a there's another movie he did that people have forgotten about, where he plays the a guy who was traumatized because his like wife and child died in <laughs> nine eleven.
1: You that. remember that movie? I don't remember it's called
0: movies. Rain on Me. No. Yep. What about the Cobbler?
1: Isn't that supposed to be kind of like serious? Everybody
0: said that that was one of the worst movies that they've ever seen. <laughs> Because it has a dumb premise. then he just makes shoes. He makes shoes, but then he finds, like, a magic pair of shoes that can transform transform him into other people. And there's a scene where he, like, fucking... There's, like, a hot girl that he kind of wants to fuck. And he transforms into her boyfriend. And fucks her? And, like, they're going to get into the shower. And, like... Some weird but revenge But when the he nerds takes rape. off the shoes though, he transforms back into himself. So in order for him to be able to fuck her, he would have to take his shoes off and get in the shower. So it's basically There's basically kind of like a little rapey moment in it.
1: Some revenge of the nerds rape.
0: Although it's not as acceptable. <laughs> 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 it was oh, acceptable in that film.
1: Wait, I love that. That is acceptable. Uh, well, we know my rating. Well, what's yours?
0: Mm. Mm Mm-mm. We're at that time now. I... There was... Oh, there was one other thing that I did want to mention. There's this kind of stupid theory that, uh, as I was watching the movie, there's a little bit of credence to it, but it's, it's totally ridiculous. So there's a theory, a fan theory, For this movie, (laughs) that sounds like a YouTube uh, intro. There's a
1: theory, a fan theory. (laughs) Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Film Theory. There's a channel
0: dedicated to that. I know. Um, So, anyways, um, there is an actual theory for this movie where some people think that Adam Sandler's character is this movie's universe's version of superman yeah here's there's some of the things that make them think that he wears a blue suit um which is almost kind of like his superhero costume in a way um then he uh he kind of demonstrates sort of like superhuman bouts of strength uh, in certain scenes, especially during the scene where he's beating up those guys,
1: good old A.K.A. retard strength.
0: Wow, offensive, <laughs> terrible, canceled already. Um, he flies. I mean, he flies on a plane <laughs> a lot, but he also has a scene where he like jumps over that like railing, I guess, and he and, like
1: lands and hurts himself. He didn't
0: hurt himself actually. Yeah,
1: he's like running away limping.
0: Not really. Well, that was a funny scene, too, where he's running and then they, they drive up. <laughs> the yeah, that was up, funny. They catch up to him. He's like, Where the fuck are you going? We know where you live. Yeah, he's just like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, and then <laughs> this is the stupidest thing. Um, at the end of the. Not the end of the movie. But during the scene in Hawaii when they're embracing. When. Uh, Adam Sandler and Lena are embracing uh, there's like a a wind that's blowing her dress to make it it makes it look like Superman's cape or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's dumb. I think it's dumb. dumb
1: But I think he picked blue suit because it's bright and it sticks out and it's
0: weird. It looks good on film. I think just
1: the frequent flyer miles thing was a popular thing that was happening in the early 2000s. It's a thing now. In a way
0: though he almost does become a kind of like superhero, in a sense, when he's like when he takes out those guys and he goes after Philip Seymour Hoffman um yeah, but it's just because he got himself into a mess. he's not like
1: taking him down, he didn't call the police he never did the right thing. that's true,
0: <laughs> but he's a superhero for love for love he's, of his a, he's
1: his own personal superhero, I guess if you're gonna go like we're all superhero we're all our own superman.
2: But that's stupid and
1: dumb, so no, I don't. I don't want to give that any credence.
0: Vetoed. Sorry, Lee. I didn't really.
1: It's your film theory.
0: It's not mine. (laughs) I just wanted to bring it up because I don't know. You gotta talk about something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think we talked about something. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Just look up. The mics are off.
0: Uh, but yeah, this movie. Um, it's pretty near and dear to my heart. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite romance movies. Uh, one of my favorite films of Paul Thomas Anderson. One of my favorite movies of the 2000s. Uh, film of, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even a, a 9 out of 10. Good old 9 out of 10.
1: I mean, that's pretty high. I, I expected that. I mean, with how high praise. That would have been weird if you are like, yeah, 7. <laughs> but you like it. Yeah. I don't look like it that much, <laughs> but it sounded like you liked it so much. <laughs> you know the whole movie by word, like by heart. Nah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I loved this movie, and I recommend it. That's good. I don't,
1: but no, I was kidding. I do. I do too. I guess I'd recommend it. I mean, especially if you want to see Adam Sandler do something different.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But if you saw uncut, don't gems, expect Mr. Deeds.
0: No. <laughs> If you you saw Uncut Gems and you were like, "Hmm, what other dramatic stuff has he done?" Um, Yeah, this would definitely be a good place to go right after that.
1: I could see that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well. Well.
1: Now, for me to tell you all what to look forward to next week. Well, I was just so too. I'm too excited after watching the first Step Up to wait. Uh, for any kind of break, so we're immediately going right into the other, the only other Step Up we will watch for the main podcast. We may watch some other ones for our uh, side podcast. Shout out BMI, Bad Movie Internation, but those are rare episodes, and we'll see what happens. But this one is one I actually really like. I'm not gonna, whatever. We'll talk about when we uh do the podcast, obviously. um But the movie is Step Up Two the streets oh boy um uh, everybody look forward to that just like i look forward to watching that movie (laughs) um well we're happy we're glad to bring you this podcast this week uh i'm i'm sure you would have enjoyed watching me watch the movie uh because it's just how i was freaking out about it so i hope you enjoy listening listening to us talk about it
0: yeah, I should have filmed it. <laughs>
1: yeah, for some social media. Um, speaking of social media, follow us on It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. Um, we got a little soundtrack right now to the back of the podcast. My dog's just crying because she wants dinner. It's 10 minutes late and she's she just throwing me. a fit about it. I
2: haven't eaten in
1: days. <laughs> she's just got one foot in the air just going, food. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, follow us on It's Not the Worst Movie Ever pod on Instagram. Same on TikTok. We post weekly content about just the movie, whatever movie we watched that week, some facts about it, some trivia, maybe just some nothings, whatever, you know. It's always kind of – and we also share a lot of movie stuff on our stories, kind of trying to highlight a lot of movie facts and a lot of, like, Mm -hmm. cool movie stuff. Um Movies, movies, movies Movies, yes And then on our podcast, Instagram You'll find our personal Instagrams linked Go there for more stuff uh, Please rate, review, and share the podcast Like always It really helps us out The more you do that The more it promotes our podcast to other people And the longer we can do this I mean We have fun doing it But, you know, we got it real lives And we'd like to see some traction to it So Yeah your your Give feedback means all that much more um well as always these ends are always terrible and awkward so let's just end it terrible
2: and awkward <laughs> happy love day happy gaga